Alaska. Join me, Ariane Arambura, for a conversation with parents navigating their way through the ups and downs of raising children and building families. It's called Parenting in the Far North, a podcast from Alaska's news source. Each week, our guests don't hesitate to get vulnerable and real about their own experiences. With topics ranging from military families to mental health to foster care, there's something for any parent. New episodes of Parenting in the Far North drop every Thursday, available wherever you get your podcasts. There's just no telling on when these things are going to collapse. Dodging bullets left and right, that's how one local fire captain refers to the recent string of roof collapses in Anchorage. We'll take you to the scene of the latest. Plus, immigration overhaul, lawmakers reveal bipartisan plans to fix the nation's southern border, details on the proposal, and the steep challenges the bill already faces. Flowers, Miley Cyrus! (laughs) Women dominated the 66 Grammy Awards from memorable performances to the top honors of the night. We've got to look at everything you might have missed as the morning edition starts now. Good morning, everyone. Thanks for waking up and joining us here on a Monday. We'll have Grammys recap in case you didn't get to stay up. And watch Didn't even it. realize it was yesterday, to yeah, be honest. So looking awkward. forward to seeing all of that. A couple hours. Well, I understand. Hopefully, we'll be trending into some warmer temperatures, if you will. Yeah, we did begin to see that this weekend as those temperatures warmed above zero. In fact, this morning, many areas across South Central are sitting above zero, if not slightly colder through parts of the valley where we do tend to see uh, some of those colder conditions. But that warming trend has been taking hold across South Central. Uh, we began to see it Sunday, and we're going to continue to see it through the rest of this week uh, across South Central. Temperatures waking up this morning as uh, you step outside at at the airport. We're coming in at 11 degrees, although we are seeing those winds into the north-northeast at 10 miles per hour. Uh, That is keeping some sub-zero wind chills around. But again, compared to where we were sitting at last week, uh, this week is going to be a walk in the park uh, when it comes to those temperatures. You can see across the rest of South Central, uh, we've got 12 degrees in Kenai, 9 degrees in Seward, out towards Valdez and Cordova. Uh, Those temperatures sitting in the teens, uh, as well as 35 degrees in Cordova. But there's some of those colder conditions uh, as you head through the valley. We've got nine below in Talkeetna and four below in Wasilla, uh, while Palmer is sitting in at zero degrees uh, this morning. So some locations already beginning to see some clouds increasing. Others still sitting up under some clearer skies, and those clearer skies uh, is where we're seeing some of those colder conditions. But clouds will uh, build back in across South Central through the day, and that will bring a chance for some light snowfall uh, as we head into the late afternoon and early evening hours. It's this system that we're watching uh, out towards southwest Alaska that's impacting the region, which will bring an additional uh, one to three inches of snowfall for southwest Alaska, as well as Lake and Peninsula. As it builds into south central, we'll see the possibility for a few inches of snowfall uh, into the evening hours overnight on into your Tuesday. There's those temperatures today steadily warming. You can see making a run back into the lower 20s uh, as we head throughout the afternoon. We will see those clouds beginning to thicken back up across South Central. Uh, so even though we will be on the warmer side, we're trading the sunshine uh, for some of those cloudier conditions and that light snow that we're going to see uh, across South Central. So through the first part of the day, we're largely going to stay on the drier side. As those clouds increase towards the afternoon and evening hours, uh, this is where we'll pick up a few inches of snowfall. We're only talking about uh, just a couple of inches can be expected through the middle of the week. I'll have more details on that and just how much snow we've seen since the season started. All of that for you coming up in my full forecast. Thanks, Aaron. New this morning, we do have information on a late-night shooting in the Mountain View area. It happened on the 200 block of North Park Street. According to Anchorage Police, a woman with a gunshot wound was taken to the hospital, and a suspect was detained. 
Police believe this is an isolated incident, but the motive and any relationship between the two remains under investigation. If you have any information, please call police dispatch at 311. And in this morning's top story, two more roofs collapse in Anchorage, the latest located west of Lake Otis Parkway. Fire crews are emphasizing safety as this makes more than a dozen this season. Lex Shelverton has the very latest on the impacts of those damages. Another building collapse in Anchorage. You can see some of that damage just right behind me. This was reported to the Anchorage Fire Department late Sunday night. So far in Anchorage, there have been at least 18 building collapses since last winter. An AFD captain telling me on the scene that no one was injured and that, quote, we're dodging bullets left and right. They were actually scheduled to have the snow removed tomorrow. Uh, and unfortunately, the, the snow beat them to it. So Captain Patrick Barnes says there were people in the building when it collapsed off of East Dowling Road. No one was hurt, he says, because they weren't in the part of the building that collapsed. There is a significant collapse to essentially the corner of the building. Um, is very similar construction to the collapses that we've been seeing around Anchorage. Uh, so a flat roof with a heavy snow load. Captain Barnes says the building needs to remain empty as they look into the situation further. We're worried about secondary collapses, so until the building can be shored up, um, nobody will be making access to the building until the, it can be safed out. Barnes says assessing commercial roofs and removing snow is important, especially with more than 111 inches of snow falling in Anchorage so far this winter. There's just no telling on when these things are going to collapse. So uh, assessing your snow load and your construction type is really important to just get out there and make sure it's, it's safe for people to occupy. The Anchorage Fire Department had an engineer checking the structural integrity of the damaged building Sunday night. There was another partial structure collapse of a business Sunday morning in Anchorage. We'll have the complete details of both of those incidents on alaskasnewsource.com. Reporting west of Lake Otis Parkway, Lexi Elverton, Alaska's News Source. There were no injuries, but several vehicles were damaged at another partial structure collapse Sunday morning. This happened along West International Airport Road and Leona Drive. A customer at the auto service company was there when it happened. His vehicle was okay, but he says he felt sorry for those who had what he called crushed cars. Uh, luckily, my car was not in the strike zone, or it was parked underneath a separate awning that hasn't collapsed as of yet. The city issued guidance on snow removal and the stress of snow on roofs. Letters were sent out last week encouraging businesses to remove the snow and have an engineer assess their property. Well, there were more than 100 people gathered around the harbor in Whittier this weekend, many of them diving into the water to retrieve all shapes and sizes of trash. Georgina Fernandez was there just after the sun rose for the second annual cleanup. Saturday morning's frigid temperatures, nor this thin layer of ice, didn't stop these volunteer divers from keeping Whittier's pristinely beautiful waters clean. As they'd gone to the Whittier Harbor less than an hour after the sun rose on a scavenger hunt for trash. So the goal is just to clean the water. I'm going to go under and over. About 50 divers got into the 32-degree harbor water for the second annual underwater cleanup. So the divers really enjoy it because you get a look and find it. And at the same time, when you bring it up, everyone gets to have that wow factor of, I had no idea that was down there. A wow factor is right. I guess the only word for it is awesome. <laughs> you never know what these divers might bring up. 
as it worked to remove hundreds of pounds of marine trash. What it looks like is, one, we get to get a lot of that trash out of there, and then, two, show a lot of people just how much trash is actually in places like harbors that we just don't even think about. Now, this is just how much trash folks have picked up within two hours. And officials say within the past three years, they picked up anywhere between four to 7,000 pounds of trash. Meanwhile, outside the water, dozens of support staff help clean up around the harbor. I've removed all the wet and slimy trash divers pulled up. It's their way, Alex Fancher with Dive Alaska says, to say thank you to Mother Nature and all the support and help they get from everyone involved. In that process, coming to a place like the Whittier Harbor and just getting as much trash out from underwater as we can is always the goal. Each dive down, one stroke closer to keeping Alaska's water thriving for generations to come. In Whittier, Georgia Fernandez, Alaska's news source. And the volunteer crew of divers is planning on doing the same thing next year, but in Homer. Well, new seaweed study from the Sitka Science Center shows how three types of kelp respond to the effects of climate change in different seasons. A study done by Dr. Lauren Bell and her colleagues the ocean is expected to get warmer and more acidic, which could affect the growth and survival of kelp. Dr. Bell's study focused on seaweed species common in southeast Alaska that are particularly vulnerable to climate change. What I found was that these different species of seaweed, depending on what their, uh, their growth schedule was, were affected in different ways. So some seem like they actually will be pretty resilient to climate change. We might not see much change in their growth and their nutritional quality, but others were really hard hit. Dr. Bell says the study provides new insights into how kelp forests, which are important ecosystems that support many marine and terrestrial animals that adapt or decline under climate change. More than 600 cross-country skiers were at the 2024 Ski for Women fundraiser at Kincaid Park this weekend. And photojournalist Jeremy Kashatok captured the first event of the year and shares how you can still earn your triple patch. We are here for the 28th annual Alaska Ski for Women. This is a long-standing tradition in Anchorage where women of all abilities and ages come together and ski. We have a great time. You'll see a lot of costumes behind me. Um, it's also a fundraiser for domestic violence prevention, so it's a really great cause. The snow was a complicating factor this year, but it was still great to see people come out. Um, I think that did slow down our, our uh, turnout a little bit this week, especially with the cold weather. Um, but definitely still a lot of really happy, smiling faces out there. So I'm here to talk about the Triple Patch today for this, at the Ski for Women. Uh, the Triple Patch is an event with four events. Starts with a ski for women, and then there is the bike for women, it's in May, and then the gold nugget triathlon, and then the run for women. So this is the first event of our four events. If you do three of the four events, you get a patch. If you do four of the four events, you get a patch and a gold star. Approximately 170 women get the triple patch a year. So it's a great incentive to get active and to do more women-specific events in the Anchorage area. So it's not too late to keep looking at upcoming events. Nice work, ladies. Good job, Kelsey. Coming up, this morning's all good news, a musical journey. We meet the Anchorage Orchestra teacher whose main mission in music is to make himself obsolete.
Holding on to some warmer conditions across South Central. We've got a chance for some snow later today. I'll have more details on that. First, sunrise 910, sunset 517, sitting at eight hours and seven minutes of day. Good morning, everyone. Happy Monday. We are back. Aaron, what do you have for us? Looks like some maybe uh, records. Yeah, we're still chasing uh, that, uh, the snowiest year on record for South Central. That, that goes to 2011-2012, uh, which was uh, just sitting under 135 inches of snowfall. But notice what we've seen so far for the season. 111.3 inches of snow. Of course, we did see uh, that snowfall yesterday, officially seeing 5.3 inches of snowfall uh, with areas across East Anchorage picking upwards of about nine inches. Uh, so we have seen uh, some heavier snowfall amounts uh, since yesterday across parts of the region. Uh, we're nearly th uh, three feet more than what we saw last year to date and more than double uh, what we typically see through this time of the year. And we still have that potential uh, that we could meet or exceed uh, the snowiest uh, season Season on record, which again goes to 2011 and 2012, and our snow depth uh, currently sitting uh, pretty uh, pretty uh, deep in uh, across uh, the Anchorage Bowl. We're sitting at uh, right around 34 to 35 inches, which which is right up under three feet uh, when it comes to that snow depth. And uh, we're going to continue to watch uh, for that potential for more snow as we head into the afternoon and evening hours. Only picking up just a few inches of snowfall. Uh, shouldn't see anything significant, but we're watching this system uh, out towards uh, southwest Alaska as well as the lake and peninsula region where we're going to see the potential for uh, an additional one to three inches of snowfall. There is winter weather advisories. Uh, this is where we're going to see that one to three inches of snowfall with gusts up to about 40 miles per hour. Uh, as you head through the Yukon Delta, nestled up to, uh, to uh, Norton Sound, not expecting much in the way of snowfall. May see some flurries or less than an inch, but the biggest impacts will be those gusts uh, to 60 miles per hour, which will lead to uh, blowing snow and visibility reduction uh, throughout the morning into the afternoon hours. So across South Central this morning, uh, largely on the drier side, out of sight of some snow that's already falling through Prince William Sound. That snow builds in uh, towards the late afternoon, early evening hours. This is where we're going to pick up just a few inches is a snowfall. Uh, the only exception will be through parts of Prince William Sound out towards Whittier Portage Valley, uh, where we could see six plus inches of snowfall uh, as we welcome in the evening hours. Then welcoming in our Tuesday, we could see some lingering flurries throughout the day. Uh, overall, we are going to see a, a chance for some peaks of sunshine with active weather staying out towards uh, the open waters of the, uh, of the uh, Bering Sea, as well as uh, out towards uh, the Aleutians as we head through the rest of this week. But we are beginning to see that tilt towards uh, slightly wetter conditions across parts of uh, Alaska. That snow model trend shows that for Anchorage as a whole, we'll likely see anywhere from about half an inch to nearly two inches of snowfall uh, into the evening hours. There is that possibility we could see slightly higher amounts, but the overall average uh, will be up to about two inches when all is said and done. So nothing significant with this incoming snow. It's just going to add on to what has already been a snowy season. 34 degrees today in Haines. Uh, 35 in Petersburg. Some light evening flurries look possible for you. Uh, chance snow through uh, the Kenai, even out towards Kodiak, where you could see up to three inches of snowfall uh, and some breezy conditions. Whittier could see up to eight inches of snow. Uh, Valdez and Cordova, one to three inches. Two degrees in uh, Golcana today will be the cooler spot across South Central. Uh, breaking into the teens and 20s through the valley. And again, chance for some PM snow. Uh, notice those overnight lows staying in the single digits and the teens across uh, many areas uh, for South Central. So we're saying goodbye to that bitter cold last week. Uh, that seven day forecast, it is a walk in the park compared to what we saw last week. Daily highs in the mid 20s, overnight lows in the teens. So there it is, that warming trend we were talking about. I'm telling you, we will certainly enjoy that. Phil, a big difference, Aaron. Thanks so much.
There's no doubt about it, teachers change lives. In fact, we all have that teacher, the one who inspired us to learn and grow while using the perfect balance of fun, discipline, and knowledge, almost kind of like a conductor. This morning, Dave introduces us to one Anchorage teacher who knows how to orchestrate it all. Here's the all good news. Orchestrating musical aspirations is... Aha, more energy. This man's mission. Yes, close your hanger. Directing digits and... High D, high D, C sharp, C sharp. Correcting these Clat Elementary 6th graders with kindness. Double check your pinky, double check your thumb. Dr. Rodrigo Pessoa is giving back every day. Cello, so the cello changed my life. Uh, the teacher, father, and passionate cello player came to the States in 2016 and... I'm from Brazil. I've been, I've been for three and a half years in Alaska, but... Wave, cover, statue. And it was a musical moment years ago when he found his purpose. I was like 17 years old, I started learning the cello, and the for the first time in my life, I started doing something was worth getting attention from people. And then I had, hey, good job, you're doing something worth, like, oh, this is fun, this is, you play beautifully. So keep your, your folding elbow, okay? So he tweaks and talks and teaches. Uh, on A string. High D, drummer high D. And the students are eating up beginning orchestra. He doesn't really yell at you if you do something wrong. He like kindly shows you how to do it. He's also nice. He can be strict at times, which is good because you can't be too nice and too bad at the same time. Every single time we bring like our instrument five times in a row, he gives like donuts. Food is always a music motivator, but this cello guy, he's got a way with music magic. Never stop your bow, go up. Go to heaven. Good job. Just look at these faces. Happiness is a sound you just can't keep down. He teaches us, like, really good stuff. Um, he's a great teacher. He's nice. So maybe the magic note here is passion, and the ingredient is more Dr. Pessoa. I'm here teaching my life. This is, this is me. I'm teaching. And when your philosophy is to? He has this really smart saying, and it's that he has to become obsolete. And it's... I said, I, I had to make me obsolete. That's the, the best thing that the teacher can accomplish. Because becoming obsolete means these future virtuosos saw the light bulb. For me, I feel like music is kind of like a universal language because it makes us feel all these emotions. And even though kids will be kids. <laughs> What's up? I don't know. <laughs> learning with a bow and a bow is the best musical medicine for the growing kid brain in Dr. Pessoa's class, and that's. Thank you for coming to class. Thank you for teaching the All Good News. Research shows music can stimulate new connections in our brains. In fact, taking music lessons in your 60s or older can boost your brain's health as well, helping to decrease loss of memory and cognitive function. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Click subscribe so you can get the latest podcasts from Alaska's news source automatically. And stay up to date with breaking news and in-depth reporting available for free 24-7 with the Alaska's news source app.